It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. Bonsoir means good evening in French. Bonsoir. Good evening. C'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. I am going to answer a question right away, which was asked on uh, my social media. Somebody sent me a DM at Rendezvous Radio saying, uh, Simon, I would like to be part of your podcast, La Confession, but I don't know how to do it. So, very simple, actually. You leave a message at 855-905-8255, and that's the short line, but you just say, um, because Jill is our executive producer, so Jill, you know, this is my name, I would like to be on Simon's podcast, she will call you back, and we can talk about what's happening in your life, in details and depth. Anyway, so that's how to do it. If you have a question for me during show hours, well, same number, 855-905-8255, the lines of the rendezvous are open for you. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Diana. Bonjour, Simon. Um, I just had to say I love your show and I love your accent. Thank you very much. Um, I like the sound of your voice, too. What, what's going on with your husband? How can I help you? Um, so we play role-playing games like World of Warcraft, and he's, um, it's like a video game, and he's now taken it to real life, and he wants us to like act out these, these characters, but I don't, I'm not an actor. I don't want to do that. So I, I'm not familiar with video games or that game, so what would that be like? like what kind of role-play are you supposed to, to play? So when we play World of Warcraft, like we each are a character, and then we like we act out the character, or we we do whatever the card says or whatever, and then so we're playing it and we're kind of playing the character. But he wants us to do it in real life, like in our everyday life. Like he, like sometimes when, um, like after dinner or whatever, like if he wants to do some ooh la la, he'll try and make us be our World of Warcraft characters. Okay, so you said you don't want to play, and then what does he say? Well, I haven't actually told him that because he he loves it so much and I don't really know how to tell him. Well, I mean, I think you have to be straightforward. Why the unspoken? Just say it like it is. Yeah. You know, this is boring. I'm not playing any games. There is the game and, you know, I'm not, you know, into the uh, bringing it to the adult life. So, no, thank you. And that's that. Okay. Okay. It's as simple as that. Okay. <laughs> well, the truth usually sets it up. I mean, once you... You don't keep an unspoken one. You're not afraid to say it out loud. I mean, I must tell you, I'm, you know, I'm not into those games, but if I don't like something, I just don't do something. What's the point of faking and pretending? If it's boring or you don't want to do it, don't feel embarrassed or you think you should do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you for calling and have a good night. Thank you. You too. Coming up, I'm going to answer Matt Instagram DM question because uh, he was supposed to go somewhere for his engagement. Things got changed and he doesn't know what to do now. Big question. Matt's Instagram DM is next. So Matt sent me an Instagram DM question at Ronive Radio saying, Bonjour, Simon. I was planning to propose to my girlfriend in Paris where we were supposed to be right now, but our trip got canceled. She's obsessed with Paris, so should I wait to propose until we actually get to go there, or should I do it here at home? Um, very important question. I'm going to tell you what I think next. So, if you were obsessed with Paris, like Matt's girlfriend is, and Matt has planned to actually propose in Paris to his girlfriend, 
Um, but now, of course, with the pandemic, you know, they can't go. Uh, do you think Matt should propose at home uh, right now and not wait for next year, hopefully, to go to Paris and propose? Or should he wait so they can go to Paris, hopefully next year, and propose as planned? The answer is really in your girlfriend's mind and heart if you want to make her happy. You know her, I don't know her. So uh, what's more important to her? Being engaged in Paris or just being engaged here and now? And then figure out what to do best so she's happy and you happy. Paris will always be there for you guys. So no worry, sooner or later, including for me, we're all going to Paris. That I'm sure of. You call the next. Bonjour, Rebecca. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Rebecca. What's going on with your boyfriend? How can I help you? Uh, well, I've had him for about a year, and things mm -hmm. are going pretty well. But he just doesn't want to see me on Wednesdays. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Um, he's not on any kind of team. He doesn't play any sports. He's not on a trivia team. He doesn't have children. He doesn't have an excuse. He just doesn't want to see me on Wednesdays. Wait a minute. So for the last year, you have never seen spend the night or anything on any Wednesday in the last 12 months? I think we did once, but then he didn't see me on Thursday. Huh. But no, other than that, no. I mean, you don't find it weird? That's why I'm calling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I find it very weird. Um, what does he say he does for him not to be with you? What's the reason? Do not want to see you. reasons have been I just have always had Wednesday nights by myself or I have a lot of work to do or I think now he just doesn't really excuse it. It's just our thing and I'm supposed to be okay with it, but I'm really kind of not. He doesn't really want to talk about it. All right. In your intuition, do you think there's some shenanigans going on? I, I don't want to say yes because he's wonderful and he's a perfect boyfriend otherwise um, but it's just very strange and I can't there's something in the back of my mind that is wrong I think you have to make it a deal breaker that either you can spend some Wednesday with him and you know what's going on and where he's at or honestly I find it creepy and I think that you should not stay with a guy who for no reason whatsoever, except he decided Wednesday was a day he will not see his girlfriend. I mean, that means there's no future. I mean, you can't be married or engaged to somebody who doesn't want to see you once a week for no reason, every single week. You can't have kids with somebody like that either. So I think it's the moment of truth. It's kind of an all or nothing. You change the rule. If he doesn't like it, you have to go. Okay, you're right. So be strong, be firm, and there's something creepy there, so I don't like it. All right, Rebecca, I'm glad you called me. You know what to do, and uh, good luck to you, and have a good night. Thank you so much, Simon. Coming up, I'm going to go listen to Marika's voicemail about her guy because he always wanted to do something, and she's not sure about it. So her question is next. Quick reminder, if you have a question for me, 24-7. All you got to do is leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 and I'll get to it just like for Marika's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Marika. So I have a question. Every time 
my boyfriend and I have Ooh La La. We have to watch Ooh La La movies. Um, the women in the movies look like me, so I'm not worried that he's not attracted to my look. So it's pretty much every time we have Ooh La La, we have to watch Ooh La La movies. Um, is that normal? All right, I will be listening to what you have to say. Thank you, Simon. All right, guys. Thanks for the voicemail. It's a good question. Uh, when you're having ooh-la-la with your partner, uh, should you always be watching ooh-la-la movies at the same time? And is that normal? I'll answer that next. Would you think it's normal if um, every time you have ooh-la-la with your partner, well, your partner insists that you guys are also watching a ooh-la-la movie at the same time? And that's why Marika left me that voicemail, because she's wondering, is that normal? And my uh, answer is, it's not so much normal or not. You know that's not the norm. Uh, I think most people enjoy ulala without the background of ulala movie. But when it comes to ulala, no one should tell you what to do. No one should judge. It's between you and your partner. Two consenting adults can do whatever they want. But if you ask me, it's because you feel maybe a little distracted, or you feel this is coming too much, or you feel you're losing the intimacy, right? Because if you are looking at other people's face and body when you are ooh-la-laing, it's not as intimate as it is for the, just the two of you. If you don't enjoy it, just say no, turn off the TV. That's my advice, and that's for you to decide. You call the next. A question for me? Call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Annie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So, I think you have a dilemma with your boyfriend. How can I help you guys? Yes. So my boyfriend and I, we've been together for about a year and a half now, and we're thinking about moving in together. I want okay. to live in the city, but he wants to move to the suburbs. Mm -hmm. He works from home, but I work in the city. So if we lived in the suburbs, I'd have to commute. And I think he's being a little selfish wanting us to live in the suburbs, but I understand that uh, it's, it's safer and it's could be a little bit nicer and we could have more space but i think he's being a little selfish do you have any suggestions for us or what kind of compromise we could come to well here's what i would offer as a compromise i would say that on year one flip the coin so you take a you know a coin and just throw it in the air and heads you win why because i mean those are two different such such different uh, way of living, suburbia versus inner city. Or, you know, it's not that I can, can tell you, uh, well, you can rent both, and then, you know, it's too much money, I think, to do that. Uh, so I think, honestly, you should leave the universe decide year one. Year one, you start by the suburbs, or year one, you start by the city. And then you just, just decide for one year. Um, whoever loses have to accept. And then a year later, um, you can change the situation if you guys hated it. Because the only compromise sometimes we have to do is say, you know what, obviously we can't rent in both or be owning you know, two houses, way too much money. And I, I don't see how you could really split the situation in two unless you just decide, you know, hey, you know what, okay, let's do, I'll, I'll go in the suburbs not too far from the city. Uh, if you win, if I win, uh, we'll try to get something you, you know, you'd like in the city. You're one. You don't want to destroy a relationship because of a place you live in. Relationships are too precious. So that's my advice, Annie. Just flip the coin in the air 
and the universe will decide you're one where you live. Not forever, you're one. It's a rental, commitment is just one year. Do you think you'd live with that? Absolutely, I could live with that. Okay, I could too. I could see myself as a girlfriend, you know, and she would say, you know, I want to live here, I want to live there. Um, I say, okay, one year, let's let the universe decide. So the universe is stronger than us. And also I believe the universe is on our side. So let's do that. Let's see what happens. And then just go with it and, and hopefully it works. Thank you, I will. All right, thanks, Annie, and have a good night. Thanks, Simon, you too. Compromise. That's such a powerful tool in a relationship. Let, let's talk more about it. Compromise. The most important word after the L word. Honestly, because if you're in a relationship, even for friendship, even actually with families and stuff, compromise. Find a deal. A fair middle. Um, I'll give you an example. I think I learned to compromise with my brother and sister when we had to uh, share my mom's chocolate mousse back in Paris, right? We had to be equal. We had to be fair. Even though I wanted it all. Like for the Nutella. I love Nutella. I love everything about chocolate. Compromise. You are fair and you show love by compromising with your partner. You learn as a kid and then you apply this as an adult with your partner. It's such an important tool. I'm going to give you a very clear example of what happens if you don't know how to compromise. Next. Remember that the whole show is based on don't do like me, but do better than me? So I used to think I was, you know, I guess better than, than who I was ever dating, or I was always right. I was not Mr. Compromise until probably 10 years ago. One of my many mistakes. So um, what happens when you don't compromise? Well, I'm going to give you a clear example. I was in love with a wonderful woman 12 years ago. We had um, difficulty choosing locations to go weekends and, and vacationing. I was giving her hard times, one time, two times, three times, never compromising. It was always me, myself, and I. Shame on me for that. Shame on me. I'm sorry I did that. And of course, she dumped me, my derriere, like an old sock. And I've learned my lesson. If you don't compromise, you don't know how to love somebody. Plain and simple. Compromising is the art of love. That's how powerful it is. Please, don't do like me. Do better than me. You call that next. If you want to share a romantic chapter, a story, something sweet that touched you, call the rendezvous now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Alain. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Alain. So, I understand that um, you have a romantic story to share. I'm all ears. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, my wife and I have been together for about 10 years now. Um, and I'm usually sort of the, the hopeless romantic between the two of us when it comes to Valentine's Day. Um, but uh, a couple of years ago, um, I had woken up on February 14th to find out that uh, I had lost a uh, family member that I was very, very close with. Um, and it sort of, you know, sort of knocked me off my balance at the beginning of the day. And, you know, I headed off to work and a bunch of stuff happened there. And long story short, by the, by the time that we reached about noon on February 14th, I, my head was completely out of Valentine's Day. I wasn't even thinking about it anymore. Um, mm -hmm. And then by the time the workday had ended, I, I was on my way home. And my wife had called me on the way home. And, and finally, uh, you know, I, I had finally started divulging all the stuff that was happening because uh, uh, obviously I had left before she was awake in the morning. And uh, as I was telling her, the emotions started becoming overwhelming. So I had to pull over to the side of the road and try to deal with that. 
Um, but long story short, by the time I got home that night, um, she, who is typically not the hopeless romantic on Valentine's Day, had taken uh-huh. over everything. Like, I came home and she had made this amazing dinner. She had my favorite show that we were streaming already set up on the TV and ready to go. Uh, uh-huh. Right at the front door, she had put my pajama, like my comfiest pajama pants. And it was just, you know, we just had a beautiful night of just sitting together quietly. And, uh, you know, every once in a while, I could sense that she was sort of checking in with me and around the second episode of the show that we were watching she could hear you know a little bit of sniffling coming from my side because i was still trying to process everything that was happening and there was just this one moment in particular that really sort of locked in my brain which was uh she just reached over and with one hand she held my hand and with the other hand she just gently started stroking my hair and and it was just Uh all the comfort i needed in that moment and how, how, how did that make you feel it made me feel supported and it made me feel loved and it made me feel like even though the world was falling down around me, there was somebody that was still on my team, you know, and there was somebody that was still there for me at my lowest moment. And frankly, ever since then, I mean, I've been trying to, you know, come up with an idea for Valentine's Day to sort of uh, uh, make up for that, all of that, because it just, it, it still lives in my heart so deeply, you know? I love that. Listen, great story. Thank you so much, Alain, for sharing. Wonderful. Appreciate it. Appreciate the story. You're most welcome and have a good night. (laughs) Will do. You too. I got a very special question for you to finish the show. Have you ever kept a relationship a total secret? Let's talk about it next. Have you ever kept a relationship a total secret? Meaning you fell in love with somebody, or maybe it was just ooh la la, or maybe it was, but it's a relationship, not just one night stand, and you decided, for whatever reason, to not share it with anybody else. Have you ever kept a relationship a secret? 58% of you voted, yes, I have. (laughs) That's so interesting. And 42% of you voted, no, I have not, on my social media at Monive Radio, where we post all the polls. 58% voted, yes, I have, kept a relationship a secret. I mean, that means half of the people you'll see tomorrow have had a secret relationship. And I'm part of 58%, so count me in. Anyway, c'est la vie et la vie est belle. Thank you so much for being with me tonight. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.